Hi, I'm Shaky, and these are my tales of times forgotten. This is Shaky Subject Matter. Hi, welcome back to 1979. When Draculas were getting down and funky at every disco club in New York City. This is Shaky. I'm coming to you live from Studio 306 in Polo, Illinois. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about 1979. The Invasion of the Disco Draculas. It all started out cold like it always does in January. There wasn't really a lot of things going on when you're nine years old in the city, except TV. And you know what happened for me was a lot of commercials for the Dracula play was showing on Channel 9 and 32, and I kept bugging my dad to go, but he wouldn't take me. So I pretty much sat around the house wanting to go to Dracula and never went. But then something magical happened. In February, when I was over at my grandma's house... Dracula has lived 512 years as a shadow of the night. That is something I will never know. Now, the daughter of one of his beautiful victims sets out to prove him wrong, aided by the grandson of the legendary Von Helsing. Together, they hunt the hunter. Dracula stops Susan Williams and the secret empire. Cliffhangers, tonight. That's right. The first of the disco vampires came out. February 27, 1979, on a TV show called Cliffhangers. It was alright, I guess, when you're nine years old. He looks pretty cool, suntan, talking with an accent, open shirts, capes, and disco. The bad thing about this show is that Dracula was only on for ten minutes of the show. For ten weeks. So, you had to sit through Stop Susan Williams about a reporter that caught something on her picture... And then The Secret Empire, which I had no interest in, about a cowboy who fell into the center of the earth was a super futuristic society. So I was watching cliffhangers from February through March. And then TV ads started running for something that really piqued my interest when it came to Dracula. Dracula is back. Love at First Bite, the funniest, funkiest love story ever told. I love you, and I can give you eternal life. I knew it an insurance salesman. I've already got Prudential. Did you ever see a dynamite hickey like that before? I won't let him get her. <laughs> the second way to kill a vampire, Count. Three silver bullets through the heart. No, Rosenberg. That is a fair after 712 years to have someone bite me again. Dracula is back, and America has a comedy it can get its teeth into. Love at First Bite. Rated PG. That's right, Disco Vampire number two. Dracula, played by George Hamilton, the crispy colonel from the Kentucky Fried Chicken commercials. Also starring Susan St. James and Richard Benjamin. Great, huh? Okay, so that was that. I really wanted to see that movie when I was a kid, but I didn't get to go see it. And 
I just had to sit around the house and watch cliffhangers because I always had that, right? Wrong. That got canceled in May. It was the only one that had a finishing story, though. The other two were left cliffhanging. And then we moved into June, which was really interesting because it was the premiere of The Son of Svenguli, who started playing vampire movies, such as Daughter of Dracula and Son of Dracula. Hi, join me, the son of Sven Gullig, tonight at 8 o'clock for The Son of Dracula, starring Lon Chaney Jr. Let's take a look at him right now. Now remember, usually smoking starts your coffin, but here a coffin starts smoking. Ah, oh, shut up, will you? So I had that in mind, yes. And now, he's picking up good vibrations. Yes, surfing along the swamp, or is that the sewage canal? We never can tell. The Son of Dracula, tonight at 8 o'clock with me, the son of Sven Gullig, except no substitute or anybody who looks like me either. I loved that show back then. I love that show right now. I can't get enough of the Svengoolie show. So anyway, you might be thinking to yourself, wow, two Disco Draculas? Is there any more? Oh, wait till you hear this one. 127 years old, but well preserved. She flies. She bites. She is nocturna. I'm the granddaughter of Count Dracula. I'm a vampire. I don't even have my own fangs anymore. Good evening. Sylvania drags. I'm going to New York. Empire that could be fatal. Nocturna is ready to bite the big apple. But Nocturna is out for blood. Fresh, young blood. The night you will never forget. story of love and passion. Nocturna! She'll get under your skin! Okay, this cinema classic stars the only Dracula who is ever a real Dracula in the Universal Pictures of Dracula, John Carradine. Also starring Marilyn Munster, Yvonne DiCarlo, and this guy named Brother Theodore, who I saw in the Burbs as the leader of the creepy neighbors that was killing everybody, and in a 1977 movie called Gang Wars. So, that's that one. And I think it's best we move on to July. He has walked through centuries, untouched by time. He has seen empires rise and fall. He possesses the wisdom of the ages. Sacrilege! 
Dracula. Rated R. Starts Friday at the Brookgate, Great Lakes Mall, Fairview, Severance, and Southgate. So, Friday, July 13th, Universal debuted the remake of Dracula, starring Frank Langella, Sir Lawrence Olivier, and Donald Pleasance. So, here's another disco Dracula with the open shirts, flared collars, and the cape. Oh, the cape. Yeah, this one was a real thriller. That's why we still talk about how horrifying it was to the day. Also, during this month, July... Son of Svenguli showed Dracula vs. Frankenstein, which I think was a better movie than this one. And that's saying a lot, especially if you've seen Dracula vs. Frankenstein, which I suggest you do. Okay, so we move on from there to August. Now, there really wasn't too much going on with the disco vampires in August. Uh, CBS was showing Night Stalker in part of a double feature in late night films. And I think I might have seen some Dracula movies in the ABC afternoon movie. It came on after I got home from school and it took a two-hour movie and ran it in one hour. So, yeah, that's where I was at with that. And then in September, not not too much again with the disco vampires except for the movies coming in the theaters. Uh, Sven showed Horror Dracula on September 15th. And an Australian movie called The Thirst had come out on the 29th. Also, I picked up a magazine called Dracula 79. I thought it was about my show that I was watching on Cliffhangers, which was called Dracula 79. But it was just a magazine put out by the people that made Famous Monsters of Filmland. And it was all about just Dracula and what he was up to in 1979. So... After that, we move into a real busy season. October 79. Disco vampires running wild everywhere. Nosferatu, the vampire. Coming from 20th Century Fox. Nosferatu, the vampire, a film unlike any Dracula film ever made. Nosferatu, the vampire. That was a trailer for the 1979 Warner Herzog film Nosferatu, which opened up on October 1st in America. Starring Klaus Kinski, it's Nosferatu, a lot of rats, he's pretty creepy looking, he's the only guy I know in the movie, and it's in German, so if you want to see a movie in German about a vampire, you could watch it, or you could just watch the original, not have to worry about translation, yeah, that was an interesting one, okay, so we move on from there to our fifth disco Dracula, 1979, October 7th, movie of the week, Vampire, starring Richard Lynch, Jason Miller, and E.G. Marshall. This guy was the true disco vampire from beginning to end of this film. He had all the clothes and all the looks. Wow. 
I really liked this movie when I was nine. Not so much when I'm 47, but hey, what can you do? Okay, so after that fiasco of a film, we move on to the fact that a Dracula pinball machine was released in October. It's pretty cool looking. Nothing like the ones they make today, but it was pretty cool. I like the art on it. And then the weekend before Halloween, October 27th and 28th. On October 27th, Svengooli had a Dracula-thon. Following prescribed is transcribed. Ladies and gentle ghouls, it's the 1979 Son of Svengooli Halloween Draculathon. And now, here's your ghost, a uh, host, the Son of Svengooli. You can't give me anything but blood, baby. That's what Dracula needs plenty of, baby. So that night was a real lot of fun. I really like that night. But then we come to the Sunday, where we come to Dr- Disco Dracula number six. And this one is a doozy. Keep on thinking. 
that cinema classic. <sighs> the Halloween that almost wasn't. Or AKA The Night Dracula Saved the World. Can you believe that somebody actually called me up and asked me about that movie this year? Wanting to see it? <laughs> ah, I had to tell him that Frankenstein was played by John Shruck. Shruck. Well, anyway, he was in the TV show when I was a kid called Turnabout and Holmes and Yo-Yo, which I'm pretty sure no one else has ever heard of but me. And uh, starred... Judd Hirsch as Dracula. Yeah, the guy from Taxi and Independence Day. Real Dracula right there. And Marriott Hartley. I believe she was in The Incredible Hulk and the commercials for Polaroid with James Garner, if I'm correctly. So, yeah, that's a movie that I can't even sit through that song without wanting to stop it. I hope you made it past the song to hear this part of this podcast. So anyway, we move from there. The big month of October. And you'd think it'd be over because we're hitting November, right? But no, the uh, Saturday mornings must have been kind of late that year because they seem to have Halloween episodes in November. The first one being the Super Globetrotters fighting the Transylvania terrors and then this one oh. yes it used to belong to Count Dracula himself <clears throat> there's nothing to worry about Dracula's curse is as harmless as the wind heaven help us look it's Dracula yes and I have come to fulfill a promise of a 500-year-old curse. <laughs> no! Dracula's turned Van Helsing into a vampire! And now, it's your turn. You are all my captives. <laughs> but not for long, Dracula. I've come to freedom. How very bold you are, my spidery friend. But also very foolish. That's a nice bat blast you've got there, Dracula. Let's see how it matches my venom blast. <laughs> You'll pay for this! I'll have to continue this vampire hunt later. And if you can believe it, that Dracula was more horrifying than Judd Hirsch's Dracula. And that was in a kid's TV cartoon. So Dracula doesn't bite people in this show, Spider-Woman. He shoots lasers at them and turns them into vampires. Uh, yeah. On a side note, some of the music in that 
Spider-Woman TV cartoon was uh, used in Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends in the 1980 Spider-Man cartoon where he was solo. So that was a pretty interesting one. And then, you know, it's winding down. The holidays are coming. Thanksgiving. And November 17th. The Big Daddy, the one that I still watch on Halloween to this day, premiered. right salem's lot now we didn't have a disco dracula in that but we did have a disco singer david soul who was also on starsky and hutch an action cop and reggie nadler starred as mr barlow he was a german guy if you think he looks scary with the makeup on you should see a picture with him with the makeup off and james mason who you all remember from north by northwest right so that was a really scary movie when I was nine years old, and it's still chilling scenes today that creep people out when they watch it nowadays. So I think that one had a lot of lasting power. Of course, it was a Stephen King story, uh, directed by Tobe Hooper, who did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So from there, we move on to December 1979. The only thing I could find about Dracula's in 19, or December 1979 was that uh, Cracked Magazine did a parody of the Langella Dracula film. So, that was the year of Disco Vampires. 1979. Dracula 79. Well, that's it for SHKE Radio from Studio 306 tonight. So if you have any questions or comments, you can email me at shakysubjectmatter at gmail.com. I don't know what I'm going to talk about next. Maybe that... Would you guys keep it down? When Maybe that movie with Andy Griffin where he played a killer and got electrocuted at the end. Or that time they made a Doctor Strange made-for-TV movie. 
Alright guys, I'll talk to you later. Bye.